Welcome to Whole Complete Self Podcast, where we teach people how to live a joyful life. We are so happy that you came to join us today. Hi, thanks for being with us today. I'm Candice. I'm your host, and I have my friend Lily Doxy with us today. Thank you, Lily, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Today, we are talking about overcoming the unexpected, and there are so many unexpected things happening in the world right now, as you know. And um, Lily is just such an amazing person and has gone through a lot of unexpected hard things and overcome them just in an amazing way. And so I'm so happy we get to have her on today. Um, Lily, will you take a second just to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Lily Doxy. I have been at college since January. I graduated high school early. And so I've been in college throughout this COVID experience. And also, uh, one thing that I didn't catch earlier was that you were in college when you were 17 this last year. You graduated early and did your whole first year of being 17. So that's that's one thing that I think is very interesting about you, Lily, is that um, not only did you go to college and have that first adult experience um, at 17, but you did it through COVID. So that's really interesting. Um, also, one thing that was really interesting is I've known Lily's family for a really long time. And Lily, from a young teenage age, um, her family went through a real tragedy that she had to learn to overcome even before all of this COVID and all of these things that have been happening that have been so crazy for everybody. Lily, will you give, uh, just, you know, open up and, and kind of talk about that story about what happened with your family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was around 15, my younger brother, he got into some cleaning supplies and um, was in the hospital for around three months. Um, we were we thought he was gonna pass away and it was a very serious time he was only 18 months old and so it was very hard for my whole family yeah and if i remember right uh you know we were going to the same church at the time and we were friends with your parents and and he had ingested those cleaning supplies which made it so uh tricky for his treatment if i remember because there was oil that had gotten into his lungs. Do you remember any of the treatments? Cause I know he was in the hospital for over a month. Do you remember any of the treatments that they had to do for him? Because I know it was kind of touch and go. I know there was a moment where they thought he would pass. Um, I know at one point he was on a heart and lung bypass machine. Um, but my parents didn't really tell me much about it just because I was still a kid at the time. Yeah. And do you, did you appreciate that? Do you feel like you didn't want to know all of the details? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, it probably would have been a little too much for me if they had told me everything. Yeah. And what was it like watching your parents at the age of 15? Because I know that you were the oldest and um, there were six kids at the time. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And what was that like to watch your parents go through something so tragic at, at such a pivotal age? Um, it was difficult, but, um, both of them were mostly at the hospital for that time. So I didn't really get to see much of them. What I, my contact with them was mostly over phone calls. And so, um, 
It was difficult because I know my mother was in a lot of distress and I could tell over the phone. It was very um, apparent, but um, it was, we just kind of pushed our way through it and figured things out. Do you feel like that changed you in any way? Like all of a sudden, you know, you, you've got a great life, things are going well, you know, you've got a wonderful family and quite honestly, your parents are some of the best people I've ever met. That doesn't mean life is perfect for anybody, but to have this just moment in the middle of your teenage years, did that shape you? Did that change your mindset? Did that, how did, how did that affect you? Um, I think I became more of a, a leader and more in that time because since my parents weren't home, I often was taking care of a lot of my siblings. We did have my grandparents and an uncle stay at one point or another just to have an adult in the house. But um, as the oldest, I really stepped up and took care of my family or my younger siblings throughout this time. I know that we had talked about this story a little bit before, and you had talked about how really um, your faith and the, the network of people around you in your community of faith really helped you guys get through it. I've, I've noticed that you've got some like close, almost family-like friends, you know, that you guys have forged these amazing relationships with. Do you feel like um, it came from that, just people helping you guys out and just did you um, I think people over that? Yeah, I think we definitely bonded with a lot of people over that um, because our whole church um, ward basically like prayed and fasted for his health. And so I think a lot of the people feel closer to my brother, Harry, because they were fasting and praying for him and his health. And like any news about him would they we're like looking forward to it and stuff. And then when he came back, a lot of people were very excited to see him and wanted to be around him. And so I think throughout that, we did gain closer relationships with these people just because of this hard time. And, and honestly, it was a miracle that he pulled through in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just based on what happened and, and, you know, having like the oil in his lungs and, and all of those things. I remember talking to your mom through it all. Looking back on it now, kind of being a little older and a little more mature, did that increase your faith at all? What Seeing what your family went through, seeing kind of the miracles and all of the prayers and all those things, were you able to take that in? Um, yes, I think I have a, my trust in the Lord is a lot stronger because I know he has a plan. Even if my brother passed, I feel like he knows what's going on and there's like, he just knows more than I do. And so I have to trust in him and his timing and his path and his plan. And I also gained a better testimony of prayer because throughout this time we were praying and I know that he does answer prayers. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I, and I feel like uh, the conversation that we had before, you know, that was really kind of your theme of getting through hard things was that, that prayer and like testimony and knowledge. So, so let's fast forward for just a second. So you were 15 then, and then all of a sudden COVID hits and tell me about the experience, because I know that your brother now was immune compromised. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what was that experience like for you your senior year now that you have your brother? He's 
he's back, but now COVID's here. And so you have to be really careful. Well, um, Chicago, where we, I, where we live, was already very shut down. But when people were starting to like, oh, we'll just go visit this family or, you know, just, oh, just me and my friends social distance hangout or stuff like that or school going back. We just couldn't do any of that. So we stayed in our house for months just together um, because we didn't want to risk Harry getting sick again or anything. And so we did school completely online, all on Zoom. We did, I didn't go back at all until college. Did you have a moment where you're able to grieve your senior year and just say like, I thought I was going to have that and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was a little difficult. Just think like, just knowing that, um, I don't know, other people got to do all this stuff. Like senior year was supposed to be like, oh, you got through high school. Now you get to have a break and have fun. And we just didn't really do that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think it was all right because after afterwards in like May, they did um, like a social distance graduation and stuff. They tried to give us things. They were all COVID friendly though, but it, it still was an effort they were making. Yeah. And in Chicago, when last year, they were taking a ton more precautions than almost anybody else. I mean, I'm in Arizona, so it seems like there was a big difference between, you know, what people in Chicago were doing, what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so here you are. So you go and you decide your senior year, go ahead and share with us what you decide to do since you're online anyways. Um, I figured that if I, the only reason I was staying for my senior year was for these like fun activities and for my friends. And since I wasn't able to be with them or do any of that, I might as well just move on because I had, I just needed one more English credit to graduate. And so I decided I would just complete all of the credits I needed the first semester of my senior year and then go straight to college afterwards. And so what kind of adjustment was that? You know, I can't imagine also the expectation of what college would be like, but now you have college and COVID. So what, what was that like adjusting to being 17, now being in college, still having some COVID restrictions, I imagine? There, there were a lot less COVID restrictions because I went from Chicago to Utah and Utah, um, they just were letting everything up quicker and they weren't um, taking as many precautions. But um, there was sort of an adjustment because I was on my own now and I had to pay for things by myself. And I just had to figure things out on my own. Um, I know my first week like at college, we were like immediately put into quarantine because one of my roommates had COVID and I had to deal with all of that by myself this time. And I feel like it was just an adjustment being able to do things by myself independently without um, much of a support surrounding me. Yeah. Because I had family that were supporting me. They were just in Chicago while I was in Utah. Sure. Yeah, that's really far away. So what was that like being 17? Did you, did you feel prepared for that type of responsibility of adjusting to all of that? Honestly, I do think I was prepared for that. I think I am a lot mature for my age. I think there are a lot of people I met at college who were older than me by a few years who were definitely 
um, mentally not as mature as I was. Like they were doing uh, just not super, they weren't making the best choices and stuff. And I knew that I was a lot more mature than they were. What do you think prepared you for that? Do you, do you feel like some of the life trials and, and some of the things that you'd been through up to that before that point helped you with that maturity or is that just your personality? I think it's a mix of both. I've always been a very independent, mature person. Like when I was younger, I always wanted to grow up and be older than I was. And so I think that that helped me. And I think it's like stuff like with my brother also prepared me just so I um, could deal with adult situations at a younger age. Yeah, because that was definitely a very real world problem that a lot of kids don't get to have something like that. Just kind of wake them up and be, it, it does grow you up a little bit when you have to go through something like that. Um, so, so again, the theme of today is we're talking about overcoming the unexpected. And there's so many things that are happening in people's lives right now with just, of course, COVID, but not just COVID. I mean, there's so many unexpected things that happen in life, as you even know from your, you know, just however long that you've lived, very unexpected things. You've, you've now grown up in a pandemic, which I'm sure you never expected. Um, what happened with your brother, um, you know, all of those things. And you guys have moved around a little bit, haven't you? Oh, yeah, we've moved a lot. I think excluding college, I've met I was in 10 different houses. Oh, okay. And you're in mm -hmm. a new house now from when I knew you too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that for just a, a second. Um, you know, I know this huge new wave of COVID just came out. Our family was sick for like five weeks straight. It just went from one person to the next so slowly. Um, but I know, you know, and, and this is something that you haven't experienced yet, but we have people that have job loss, you know, health problems, you know, these situations that are happening now. At your age, with what you've experienced, what kind of advice can you give to people that just have these unexpected events come into their lives? And how do you, what I'm asking is, how do you not only just survive them, right? Like everybody's heart can still be and their feet can still walk but how do you survive them in a way that you still have your faith? You're still optimistic. You're still doing things like you, like instead of just being stuck in the house, you're like, I'm going to go to college. Like, how do you have that mindset shift of I'm still going to thrive. I'm still going to accomplish my goals. I'm, I'm not going to let this get me down. Um, I think one big thing is not to get stuck in one moment. Like if, like something bad happens, you just got to keep pushing forward and move on to the next thing. If things, if like you're trying and trying to make something work and it just isn't, um, maybe it means that you should like try a new way or try and figure something else out, approach it differently, just to look at it from a new perspective. Um, if you just keep pushing forward, it is only just a small moment and it will pass eventually. Um, nothing lasts forever and you just need to trust it from a faith perspective trust in your lord and um really just try to see it through mm -hmm. yeah i really love that and and i guess and i don't know if you've ever thought of it this way but for people that maybe don't have a faith um or they don't maybe necessarily practice the power of prayer 
how would you kind of um, re-say that or just verbalize that to somebody that isn't quite there uh, on a spiritual level? How could they have that same hope? Um, I think if you just try to find life in what's around you, like, um, like be grateful for what you have, look for things you can, um, like right now I'm grateful that um, I have my family with me, that my brother's still alive. I am grateful that I'm able to be at college and just knowing what your, what in your life you are lucky to have and that other people just might not have. And if you focus on things that, um, just things that aren't very material, that'll also help. Just knowing, just being, having a support and being around the people that make you feel better. Yeah. And I think you're really good about that. Like you, you definitely have your support system of friends. And I always see you posting about, you know, Eve and, and all the people that you have. And I, I think that that's also a really good point is just having that support system to, to help weigh you up. Well, tell us just a little more, more about you before we have a few more minutes, but I'd like to learn just a little more about your future plans. Um, I know you're back home in Chicago right now, but are you, you're going back to school, right? Are you doing that in the mm-hmm. fall? And where are you going? Yeah. I am just going to be at home for a week. There's a little transition period where I'm not in school. But um, in the fall, I will be going to Dixie State. Um, I was there in the spring. So I was there from January till May. And then I went to BYU during the summer and then decided I want to go back to Dixie State for the fall. So tell me why Dixie State versus BYU? What was the decision? I have a lot more family in that area. I have I have a lot of cousins and uncles and in um, St. George, which is where Dixie is. And then Las Vegas, which is only like two hours away. I have grandparents, more aunts and uncles. And because I grew up in Vegas at one point too. So I'm just very familiar with the area and it feels like home. And so have you explored um, just degree options or do you, do you have an idea um, what to do there? I am not hundred percent sure what I want. <coughs> Sorry. There's a lot of different paths I think I would be good at. And so I'm having a hard time narrowing it down to something that I really want to make as a career, but Take your time, girl. You're still in your general electives, having fun (laughs) (laughs) and be Mm (laughs) open-minded. I feel like it took me forever to figure out what I wanted to do. It was because I was close-minded to the thing that I should have been doing long, long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I, well, anyway, what psychology is what I really wanted to do, but I'm like, no, that takes an extra two years, you know, but oh, uh-huh. <laughs> when you're older, an extra two years is not that big of a deal at your age. It's a big deal. <laughs> so stay open-minded anyway. Okay. <laughs> so glad that you're having fun and I'm glad that you're going back. Do you know, I know there's this whole new wave of COVID coming. Do you know if there's going to be any problems with you going back? Um, there shouldn't, um, I think a few months ago, they were saying that masks are no longer mandatory in classes, but I think they might change that again with this new Delta variant. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't think there's going to be any significant changes. Are you dorming? Mm -hmm. Oh, fun. Well, good. (laughs) I hope you have a great year. That sounds like so much fun. 
Yeah, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully, even with this Delta variant, hopefully it'll be a little more normal. I know they need all the students to come back and get things back to normal as much as they can. Hey, so Lily, um, if, if you could just leave us with a minute or two, just kind of concluding of some advice that you would give our listeners about overcoming the unexpected again, or faith or anything that we've talked about, um, just to kind of recap what we've talked about, if you could just leave us with it just a, a concluding statement. Yeah, okay. I think that as long as we just keep pushing forward and understand that um, these trials and hardships that we're going through will not last forever, that we will always overcome it and that we just need to be able to find a new perspective or figure out a new way of looking at it. So just to figure out what could be really beneficial and best for our lives right now. Um, it's probably the best way to go about dealing with our problems. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're just so wise for your age, Lily, and I'm so <laughs> excited for you and excited to see the things that you do in life. And I really appreciate you coming on for our podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for joining Whole Complete Self Podcast, where we help you have a joyful life. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.